So hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of the Dreamers Succeed podcast. Uh, for those of you who know our guest, uh, you will know why I'm so excited about having him here today. And for those of you who do not know him yet, I guarantee you that you are in for a real treat. So today, we ha I have the honor of, of sitting down with Justin Janowski, who is uh, an amazing human being. He is helping Christian sales leaders earn more and give more without compromising their values. Uh, that's a big deal. And usually, most of you who are in that space, we're going to hear a lot more about that. He is the founder of Faith to Influence, where he's helping Christian leaders win at work, at home, and really bringing to the marketplace a one-of-a-kind coaching community that really looks at, at the person and the leader uh, very holistically from a business perspective, from a family perspective, and from a faith perspective. Justin, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so happy you're here. And and guys, just so you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a quick little rundown. Justin just moved to a different state, has two little ones, uh, one one very, very young, um, and one youngish, and and moved across the, so he's been extremely busy. Him and his wife have have they're already out of their boxes, which is amazing. We were just chatting before we jumped on. And and I'm but I am blown away with with who he is and what he the, the servant leadership that he brings to the table. So you're going to be in for a real treat. And I am so grateful around all this craziness that you have made the time, Justin, to to join us. How are you? Yes, I'm great. Thanks, Berta. <laughs> Thanks for asking. And yeah, like you said, it's been a whirlwind. I've had some some uh, big events happening. We've got a two-year-old and a six-month-old at home <laughs> and uh, just moved from Colorado to Wisconsin to be closer to family and are going through some changes and in, in developments in our business, which has been exciting and fun and also uh, been busy. You know, one of the things I'm, I'm focused on right now is ruthlessly eliminating hurry from my life. There's a cool book I read recently that the most impactful book of the year for me, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And I'm recognizing wow. that that's part of what this year is about for me is finding a way to slow down, remove some of the things that maybe shouldn't be in my calendar so I can say yes to more of the right things. I love that. I love that. And you know what's crazy is that most people have have had a year and, and I've spoken to so many people. I think the people that, that got at the beginning of this pandemic got in full service mode we've been busy, busy, busy as, mm -hmm. as can be where, where most other people had time to pause and sort of ponder and, and reevaluate. I think we all did some of that because of the situation, mm -hmm. but, but, but it's a, it's a great sign that it's been a very busy year for you. And I'm not surprised given, given that you're always putting yourself in that position to, to be of service. And, and, and earlier this year, we had a, a speaker event in Colorado Springs And, and it was the first time that I'd heard Justin speak on stage live. And I still, in fact, my husband still talks about your presentation mm. that you did that day. Just amazing and, and really um, just hit home with, with, with so much power and impact and your, your total passion and mission-driven purpose to really bring and breathe life into that space. So mm. I'm great. Thank you so much. <laughs> uh, that's, that's really kind of you to say. Thank you, Berta. 
You're welcome. You're welcome. So Justin, you have, and, and I want to talk a little bit about how faith to influence came to be before I get into another barrage of questions during our conversation that I want just to share with, with everyone. Yeah. So I've been in sales since I was 18. I sold Cutco kitchen knives for a few years and ran an office uh, for them. It's a direct sales job in home presentations Mm -hmm. and then got into the financial planning world and then got into the world of coaching. And I was a salesperson for another coaching organization Mm -hmm. for their retreats and their mastermind and group coaching programs. And we were running a seven figure business and working with some really incredible people in the marketplace, helping them grow as business leaders and helping them work through some of the emotional experience of being a business leader and, uh, and just a person, you know, some mm-hmm. of the things that so many of us hide and, and push down and don't really deal with, which is mm-hmm. how we actually feel and what we're actually experiencing on the inside. So mm-hmm. often we are quick to distract ourselves and, and try not to feel anything that doesn't feel so good. Mm-hmm. And I loved the work that we were doing at my former company, although it was a, a really a spiritual work in a lot of ways, and it wasn't Christian. And my faith background is in Christianity, and I really believe in Jesus and God. And I wanted to bring that spiritual element to the work, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do it in a Christ-like way. And I wanted to be able to pray with my clients. And so ultimately, I decided I wanted to start Faith to Influence, where we could not only work on the business side of things, sales and leadership, which I love, mm-hmm. especially with entrepreneurs, but that we could also work on becoming better husbands and fathers. And we could work on you know, really just connecting with God at a deeper level and bring together the whole package. And so it started out that way, working with Christian men uh, who were entrepreneurs and salespeople. And we had so much fun with that part of our business. And and God really blessed it beyond what I expected. It grew a lot faster than I expected it to. And so we grew our team pretty quickly. And then other coaches were asking, how are we building the business this quickly? Mm-hmm. And I recognize there's a huge need in the marketplace for Christian coaches to receive leadership on how to build their business model and optimize it mm-hmm. and how to price it appropriately because so many Christian servant leaders way underprice all of their yes. services, which mm-hmm. actually isn't so good for them, their clients, or the communities that they could serve with the additional mm-hmm. income and revenue, the jobs they could create, all those things. And then the sales part of it. You know, so many coaches are great leaders, great coaches, have a great message to share, but there's some fear or block around sales. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to help lift Christian entrepreneurs who specifically want to be in the coaching world to build these businesses well and sell with integrity and grow their income and their impact. And so we've got kind of that second part of our business now that we do as well with both men and women. And that's, that's a big part of my passion right now. I love it. I love it. And, and I, and, and what I love most, Justin, is that it really is just part of who you are. You're not, you're not overextending anything that is not something that's natural in you. Uh, it's part of your DNA, just this, this service mentality. So I love that you are now working with coaches because the way that I see it and the reason I love working with coaches is because, you know, we can coach people and it's, and it's wonderful. And I love that. But when we're coaching a coach or when we're, hel- we're helping a coach grow their business, we're coming from a place of, listen, we don't know how many lives that coach is going to touch. Mm-hmm. And we don't, that ripple yes. effect that we're just throwing that stone. And, you know, how we always say, uh, you know, we're in charge of the planting. God is in charge of the harvest. It's not, I, as an accountability coach, I always talk about the importance of keeping track, but I don't keep score mm-hmm. and I'm, we're just mm-hmm. right on the way you do. So I love that you're in that space right now. So, so before we get off this topic, 
just because there are so many coaches in in our audience what are what are maybe two or three things that you cover that and I do want you to talk about the retreat I know you have one coming up I think you just did one and you have one coming up or you have one coming up and have another one for coaches in February this one this next one is sold out right Yes. Yes. Yeah. We've got a retreat October 1st through 3rd. We got a cool lake house in Wisconsin. Nice. See my first retreat held <laughs> in Wisconsin. So I'm excited to do it. I near love home. it. I love it. And uh, yeah, it's, it's for coaches and this, this one is sold out, but we've got another one in February uh, that's okay. going to be very similar. And what we teach at a retreat for coaches is how to build their business model, their pricing and their sales mm-hmm. strategy. And the way we start, which how I'd recommend a new aspiring coach is listening to start mm-hmm. is to consider who do you really want to work with? Mm. You know, starting with the target market and be specific because uh, in, in today's coaching world, if you just want to work with everyone, you're hard to refer to. Yes. Uh, you don't really stand out or differentiate yourself. The more you narrow your focus specifically to who you want to work with, mm. the better. So my original business model was Christian men who were entrepreneurs or salespeople mm-hmm. who were earning six figures in income or had the capacity to. So that was a very specific target market I know that I want to work with. Right. And we're going to get some people outside of that target market and that's okay too, but we mm-hmm. want to know who to market to and who we want to serve. Mm-hmm. And the next question is what do we want to do for those people? So what are the three primary outcomes we want to deliver? Not the structures of how you're going to design the business, but what are the three outcomes? So for mm-hmm. us in our initial business, it was to help these Christian entrepreneurs, these Christian men win more at work through sales and leadership development win more at home by becoming better husbands and fathers and integrate their faith into all areas of their life. So we had three primary themes mm-hmm. in our current business with coaches. It's the three themes of helping them optimize their business model, their pricing and their sales strategies. Those are our three themes. So it makes it very easy for us to tell people what we do. Right. And when we're searching for what we want to deliver and who we want to deliver it to, mm-hmm. ideally we're going to find that intersection of what do we love to do? that we're also great at, Mm -hmm. that the people that we want to work with our target market need. We want to find what do we love, we're great at, and they need, the marketplace needs. And once we figured that out, then we've got the basic themes Mm -hmm. behind our business model. And at that point, I would encourage people to consider their signature offer first. Mm -hmm. What's their annual program they want to offer to these people? Mm -hmm. So many coaches, Berta, offer one-on-one coaching by the call or by the hour or on a one-month program, or a three-month mm-hmm. program, or a six-month program. And I think they find themselves again and again having consistent turnover mm-hmm. and very inconsistent income. Right. And so I really believe in an annual program that mm-hmm. coaches provide their clients, which allows the coach to have very predictable income year over year. And it allows the clients to have enough time to actually make real progress. Right. Transformation takes time. It can happen in a moment, And then like the implementation of it and the cutting down of the old patterns takes Mm -hmm. time to really implement in a way that is lasting. And so I would call people to design their ideal annual program and pricing and make sure that it's something that is really fun, but -hmm. also, you know, can lead to their financial goals, which means pricing it appropriately. And I know I'm going long here, but let me just give a couple more thoughts on that. Yeah. Uh, Give as much as I can for the people. And I I love this. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Cool. Okay, cool. So. If you're considering the price, I want to just make the point that if you want to earn $100,000, it's a lot easier to work with 10 clients who pay you $10,000 for the year Mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. and a hundred clients who pay you a thousand dollars. If you wanted to build one or the other, I think sometimes coaches think, oh, let me price really low and then I'll, that'll be easier to hit my income goals. But the low price that they charge oftentimes, if, which is typically from a money mindset concern, mm-hmm. it prevents them from ever hitting their financial goals because they get like 30 clients or 40 clients at a thousand dollars and they're exhausted and burnt out. They don't have any time left and they're not even halfway to their financial goal. Mm-hmm. Whereas if they spent all that time just finding the 10 people mm-hmm. who are ideal, who could afford their programs, who they could dive really deep in and they charge a higher price so that they weren't working with as many people, which meant that they could have greater intimacy and time depth and like actual work done with each of those 10. Not only would the clients get greater impact, but the coach could actually hit their financial goal. And once we've hit our financial goal and taken care of the security part of our business plan, Mm -hmm. then we can begin to find ways to give back. We can begin to find ways to work with more people at a lower price point. And so, you know, our primary program costs uh, over $10,000 for the year. Mm -hmm. And now because we built a business that's, you know, a few hundred thousand dollars a year, Mm -hmm. now we can have $85 a month program that anybody who wants to can be a part of. And have that lower price where we can hopefully over time work with dozens and then hundreds of people right. in a very easy to afford way. But if we started with the $85 a month program, we wouldn't have gotten to a few hundred thousand dollars a year. We wouldn't have a team that we're providing jobs for exactly. and our, our program wouldn't be as appealing. And it's harder to start small and go to a higher price. It's much easier to work with the influencers at a higher price. And then because of the work we've done with them, Mm-hmm. have other people who need to be a little bit more budget conscious mm-hmm. saying to themselves, yeah, I want to do what they're doing at the scale I can do it at. I love it. I love it. And that's, that's brilliant, Justin. And, and, and one of the things, and you talked a little bit about, you mentioned the money mindset. I think one of the biggest issues that, that I find, and it really is around the pricing, you know, they think they're, they're just mm-hmm. racing to the bottom. Right. And, and mm-hmm. you may, you may have, maybe chime in on this because with new coaches particularly, and I, and I tell them all the time, I go, listen, that's working against you. That is actually, it's, it's, first of all, the the clients may not even show up the same because they're not, they're not willing to invest in themselves. And, and, and we're doing them a disservice by not, by not allowing them to make that investment. I've made the investment. I I know you've made the investment in, in really, honing our craft and getting, but, but we know how we show up. So, so what do you tell them? And, and again, do you, do you find that that's the biggest struggle that they always start too low? Cause sometimes they think maybe I'm priced too high. If I go a little lower and I'm like, no, it's actually the other way around. Yeah. I would call that the second biggest struggle probably, or, mm-hmm. or the third biggest struggle, but it's near the top. The mm-hmm. biggest struggle I think is that people are afraid to sell. No matter what their price is, no matter what it is, they're afraid to ask for the order. They're afraid to ask people to have a meeting. They're afraid to put themselves out there. It's scary. You know, they're afraid of judgment. I think we all are. And when we enter a sales conversation or we put ourselves on the line or we suggest that we can help, we're, we're putting our reputation on the line in some ways. And we're afraid of what people will think. We're actually probably afraid of what 10 out of a million might think. Right. And we're not, we're not taking into account like the, the silent majority, um, but those 10 people's opinions can hurt. Yeah. And so yeah. if we can get over worried about what other people think and put ourselves out there in a courageous way to boldly ask for appointments, boldly ask for conversations and ask for the order and present our mm-hmm. price, no matter what it is, right. we're going to move the ball forward. 
Right. After that, though, it, a big problem is that people aren't charging enough. And I think for Christians, it, it is this thing around money where, and it's, it's for a lot of people, but from the Christian perspective, I think that people think money is bad mm-hmm. and money is the root of all evil, which is not mm-hmm. what the Bible says. The Bible actually says love of money is the mm-hmm. root of all evil. And for the non-Christian who's listening, it's true. <laughs> love of money is the root of a lot of evil. I'm sure we can all agree with that. Yes. yes. Money though is not bad. You know, mm-hmm. I want to earn as much money as I possibly can because I see it as a tool. Mm-hmm. I see it as an opportunity to give. You know, when my business grows, we hire more people to work on our team. We create jobs. I can provide for my family in an honorable way. And I also can provide for and give to charities and people in need inside of my community. My mm-hmm. wife and I have always given 15 to 20% of what we earn away. I would love for that number to go up. Right. And the more uh, the more we earn, the more good we can do with the money mm-hmm. uh, that we have. And to your point, you know, the charging more invites clients to take it a lot more seriously. Mm-hmm. We had a lower price mastermind. We had very inconsistent show up uh, mm-hmm. from our clients, and then inconsistent results on the the uh, program that they were spending their money and time on. Right. And in our highest price program we've ever had, we have almost perfect attendance every week everyone's getting results. Everybody's getting what they want and building the vision and the life they really desire. And it's because they're paying enough to take it seriously, to really care about it. The stakes are high enough Mm -hmm. for it to matter. I know when somebody sends me something in my email, that's free, like, Oh, check out this free thing. I never click. I never check it out. I'm not everyone else. Plenty of people do like to check out the free thing for Mm me. I'm not gonna. Yeah. And if I did and I didn't love it in the first few seconds, I'd hop off. But if, if I paid $10,000 for something or 20 or 30, which most masterminds in the marketplace are 10 to $30,000 annually, that's right. the common range. I've worked with a lot of coaches. That's mm-hmm. what you're going to see over and over 10 to $30,000 annually. For some people, they're like, yeah, I know that. And others are like, whoa, that's a huge number. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that can inspire you to start at $500 a month and have a $6,000 program, which is very inexpensive by comparison. Right. That said, if I paid ten or twenty or thirty thousand dollars for something, I am racing to that email when it comes That's in, it. and I'm taking massive action because I have to. Absolutely, absolutely, that's absolutely true. And I think one of the one of the most interesting things, and you mentioned Christian, and we're talking about impact, is that we get we love what we do, right? So much so mm-hmm. that we would do it for free, and then mm-hmm. we we believe, and not it's not exclusive to Christians. I think givers in general uh, tend yeah. to say you know, they, they have a lot of problems with that price point because they feel like really I'm charging for this when, when I know it could help someone, but it, it all goes back to, and, and one of the, one of my, my models in life is, is that my bottom line is, is impact. It's, it's not dollars. It's, mm-hmm. it's the, the bigger, my bottom line, the more children I can sponsor, the more mission trips yes. I can go on, the more, you know, playgrounds I can build, all those things that mean something Mm -hmm. to me because I'm more mission and passion driven like you are. Mm -hmm. And, and sometimes it's just, it's just a little reframe with, with what are you doing with, with the money? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, for Christians listening too, there's the story of the talents Mm -hmm. and God giving the talents and, and one of the, the people receiving the talents, burying it while the others grew their talents. And I think that it's it's pretty clear in the Bible that God wants us to maximize our talents and use them for good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Justin, you talked a little bit about your your monthly program that you have. 
And and I was so interested when we were talking right before we we hopped on. Can you tell me a little bit about what that looks like and who that's for? Yeah. Yeah, the group coaching program. Yeah. Yeah. So normally since we started our business, like we've primarily sold programs between $500 a month and $1500 a month mm-hmm. where we dive really deep. We do some one-on-one coaching, we do some group coaching, we have some live events. It's, it's what we call our mastermind. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I recognize, there's a lot of Christian entrepreneurs who couldn't afford that price range, but wanted to grow as husbands and fathers and wanted to grow in their businesses. Because in the entrepreneur space, we primarily work with men right now. Mm-hmm. We're launching a women's program by the end of the year, by the way. Good, so good. ladies, if you're <laughs> listening, keep listening. And I'm really excited for that. Uh, so be on the lookout. But right now I, I recognize that there were a lot of Christian men who I wanted to serve, who wanted to be a part of this community, who just simply couldn't afford it. And there's also a limit to how many clients I can coach one-on-one mm-hmm. and my calendar's pretty full. And so I said, man, how can I serve more people at a price point that makes it a really easy, no brainer? Yes. And mm-hmm. just bring together a great community of, of men initially. Mm-hmm. And we decided to launch an $85 a month group coaching program where we have a live zoom call every single week of the year. We have a Facebook group where people can interact with one another, but it's an hour zoom every week. And we, we share hot news with each other and we encourage each other. And then we teach on something regarding sales, leadership, relationships. Our call this last week was on guilt, shame, and forgiveness. Some wow. heavy but important topics that yes. men don't usually talk about. Absolutely. And there's a difference between guilt and shame. And there's a way to forgive and forgive ourselves and work mm-hmm. through these things. Um, but other weeks, we're, we're talking directly on like, how can you grow your sales? How can you grow your business and grow your income? And then we, we typically end in time of prayer together. We're in breakout rooms and the guys are getting to know each other. And it's a really special community mm-hmm. where the men rally around each other as needs come up throughout the year and support and encourage each other and challenge each other in all the right ways. We're all just focused on learning and growing. And so for Christian men or entrepreneurs or salespeople or in business who would like more ideal friends and mm-hmm. community around them, better relationships with other men. Mm-hmm. of shared values, this might be a really great fit. And Berta, would it be okay if I shared how somebody could sign up? Please. For that? Yeah, please. This okay. is why we're cool. here. I, I want to make sure that, okay. that, that people know, cause I know everybody needs what you have. So awesome. Awesome. So the way somebody could find out a little bit more information about this and sign up if they wanted to is by going to F 2 I tribe.com slash group. And it's the number two. And then mm-hmm. the letters F and I that's for faith to influence f2itribe.com slash group. And if somebody goes there, they can find out all the details. They can sign up for it. They can be on our call, our group call next week. We record Mm -hmm. every call. So if somebody can't make it live, they can watch the recording later. And it's, it's really special. I'm, I'm enjoying it so much. Uh, (laughs) recently I've, I've gotten more value from some of those recent calls where people are paying $85 a month than I did for so many of the programs where we charge 700 or 800 or a thousand dollars a month or more. Um, with the exception of my coach's mastermind, which is my favorite group to work with that pays a little bit more, but, yeah. uh, you talked about it before the call, or maybe it was at the beginning of this call, just the ripples of impact we can have when we're working with the influencers, with the impactors. So those are the things I'm most excited about right now. So, so exciting. And I'll be sure to share all the, the links on when, when I post the episode, but I think those, those are the things. And I, and, and one of the things that I've noticed Justin during this time is that 
people, yes, people had time. People now are used to, and, and those who were um, maybe a little anxious about it before now have been thrown into the Zoom world and are more mm-hmm. open to, to the non-barriers in geography that exist now in our world. Yeah which have existed for us as coaches for a long time, but now it's much yeah. more mainstream. And I think one of the, one of the things that I love the most is, is this, this connection it, with, with as much disconnection yeah. and social distancing, there's been this connection sort of like, especially at the beginning, everybody was sort of like, you know, we're all in this together, but now we don't know what's going to happen. So that uncertainty, yeah. if you weren't, you know, hiding your head under, under the ground, like an ostrich sort of brought people to the surface mm-hmm. from a place of service. And everybody started creating these communities. So yeah. I absolutely love that you're opening a space where people can come and be supported and, and bring mm-hmm. their issues and learn, but also build community, which I'm sure you're seeing already some of these connections that are being made and, and friendships. Yeah will become lifelong friendships. Do you find that that's happening? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Some of the people I feel like are my closest friends right now. I recognize I've only met in person once or twice because they live somewhere else in the country and we connect on zoom all the time. And it's different than a phone call because we can see each other. We're eyeball to eyeball still Mm -hmm. and able to really connect at a deep level. And Mm -hmm. I'm seeing a lot of connection in the marketplace. And I think that people really need that now more than ever. And and it's a, a true win-win. You know, people can sit in their in their living room or their basement or their bedroom. Uh, they can have athletic shorts on at the bottom half. Nobody knows, <laughs> and they can be connected and like get to know people without having it to to get out in person or mm-hmm. be limited to the proximity of who lives next door. And at the same time, for the business leaders who are running these communities, if you're a coach listening, I want to encourage you that the virtual programs work. You know, we mm-hmm. we had our first virtual retreat in May. It was supposed to be live. Mm -hmm. And instead we had to hold it uh, three days via Zoom like this. We were going like nine to five, nine to five, (laughs) nine to three on Zoom, uh, taking obviously a lot of breaks and Mm -hmm. implementing some important structures to make that work. And we had our most profitable event we've ever had. That's amazing. But not just because we limited the expenses of running a virtual event versus live. We actually had more revenue generated from that event than any other event we'd ever run which Beautiful. to me isn't about the numbers of revenue coming in, but it's about Berta, the, the real representation of the value that mm-hmm. people were still getting tremendous value in that setting mm-hmm. at a time when they needed it even more. And so for somebody, a new aspiring coach who wants to run live events, you know, the virtual live event is one that doesn't cost money. You don't need an event space. You don't need mm-hmm. to provide food for everyone. I might recommend you send a little package in the mail before the event with right. some cool things like emojis people can hold up in the right. air uh, or a granola bar or a journal and pen or something mm-hmm. to prepare people for the event and a nice handwritten note. But besides that, that's pretty, a pretty low risk. It's, it's about a free process to put on right. and people have gotten a lot of impact from it and value. And I've coached other clients who've been running their virtual events and getting really great results. So it's a cool environment now that we can be connected with people from all over the world mm-hmm. and be face to face and really engage with each other in a, a special way. It's never going to be better than live. Live in person right. is always going to be the best. And it's a great supplement to that mm-hmm. uh, or replacement of that in times that it makes more sense or for budgets that make more sense right. on both sides, the client mm-hmm. and the business provider. Right. 
Right. And, and I'm so happy that you said that, Justin, because I think and, and since a lot of the work that I do is with speakers as well or coaches that are that are looking at the speaking space to really grow their businesses, I, I know that the speaking world is is forever changed. Uh, I'm not mm -hmm. saying that we're not going to go back to live events, but you hit the nail on the head when you said from a budget and a, and a, and a resources perspective, um, mm -hmm. these speaking engagement decision makers and these planners and these event and meeting planners might be thinking, listen, it wasn't so bad doing virtual or doing a hybrid mm -hmm. and people are open to it. And we're not spending $200,000 on, mm -hmm. on, on the physical event. How much more can we put in value in the quality of the speakers that we're bringing and the, and the, the caliber of the programming that mm -hmm. we're bringing in a virtual space where we're, we're reinvesting at least part of that money into, mm -hmm. into resources to add even greater value. And again, I'm with you. Mm -hmm. I, I love the energy of, of live. I think we feed ourselves from the audience mm -hmm. and, and I love the hugs and, and all of that. But I, I believe that the virtual world is here to stay and it's going to change a lot of things yes. especially in the speaking world. It is definitely here to stay. Yeah. Yes. And and listen, I'm not at the the level and I know probably most listeners are not of what I'm about to describe, but mm -hmm. we had one client who invited us in to support the sales strategy at his virtual events and he had over a thousand attendees at his virtual conference. Wow. And did over three million dollars in sales. Wow. In three days virtually. Wow. Uh, now he did invest a little bit more money in his virtual retreat. He was mm -hmm. at a very expensive stage with a, some expensive camera equipment mm -hmm. and he souped it up and you can make a virtual event very classy. You can make right. it high tech. You can spend money. You can get some of the bells and whistles, mm -hmm. but the fact that a thousand people would show up to a virtual conference and that $3 million in revenue can be created. Yeah. Well, for the, the common listener, the newer coach, isn't it reasonable to think you could have 10 people at your virtual conference and, yeah. you know, create 30, 50, a hundred thousand dollars in revenue? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Thank and I, I don't think it's going anywhere. I think it will always be a nice alternative or addition to right. the live events that we run. Right. Right. And I, and, and, and I love that because you know what, when you put it in that, when you, when you paint that picture, it really brings it home to what is possible. Mm -hmm. especially how you said yeah. the new coach, you know, you, we don't have to look at, at that big thing. We're starting where we are and it can still be a very lucrative, totally. impactful, extremely um, well-run event from totally. the comfort of our screen, as you say. Totally. And Berta, a new, a new coach could run a virtual event for $150 for six people which would be $900 in revenue. And they can make an offer for a program that's $250 a month, which is three grand for the year yeah. and have three of those people buy. And now they've just created nine grand through that, which means that they're, they're right there at about $10,000 in revenue yes. for spending a few days online. And now yeah. I might challenge that coach to charge a little bit more and talk about <laughs> how they can be worth a little bit more and charge a little bit more. So it's even funny for me to say those numbers out loud. Mm -hmm. and that could be a starting place and that yeah. could be fun for the right coach. And their program could be primarily group based for the mm -hmm. year, which is why they're charging a much lower price. And it could be uh, that they're just holding one group call a week for an hour mm -hmm. after that three day initial retreat virtually. And they've got $10,000 in revenue. Yeah. So they want to do one of those every month of the year. Now they've got 
a six figure business. Exactly. And so sometimes it's, it's, we make it more complicated than it actually is. And we see what the big dogs are doing and think, man, I can't quite do that. Mm -hmm. I promise you, wherever you're at in your coaching career, for the coaches who are listening, you can do your version of that. Mm -hmm. And man, if, if I can support you with that at all, shoot me an email, mm -hmm. justin at faith to influence.com. And I would love to talk to you. I'd love to support you on what that looks like for you. Yeah. And, and Justin, what you just did was you put it into terms that is very, it's very doable. It, it almost seems simplistic. And I know you're like me, we beat people up on pricing, right? All the time. Um, mm -hmm. So yes, I, but you know what? The numbers that you used make it Totally. Listen, let's do the math. What is that? What does that look like? Very simple. What I love is that you're bringing an element to the table that is thinking beyond that event. And, and I always, and, and with the coaches that are, that are looking at getting into speaking or the speakers that, you know, we were working on building a business of speaking. A lot of it was like, listen, how do you not have a program because you're leaving hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table just because yeah. you didn't want to go there. So it's, it's that you're looking four or five steps ahead because that's your expertise mm -hmm. and that's what you know. And it's, it's very simple. So even the way that you yeah. say it very casually, it's, it's totally doable. So I do want to encourage people to reach out to you because uh, it, it really is that simple. And it's just mm -hmm. sometimes, and I'm sure there will be people that are listening to this that are going to say, wow, he just blew my mind. I didn't even think of it that way. <laughs> right. Yeah. And sometimes that's yeah. all it is. And that's why I love that you are retreating and you're bringing people into the space, even at that price point, which, which I know your level of expertise that you're, but you know what you're, you're offering something that is accessible that can make a huge impact. And then you never know what that's going to turn into for them. So that's, that's yeah. a beautiful, a beautiful thing. Thank you. So Justin, so what is, what is next for you? I know you've had a, like I said, a good busy year, but, but a good on, on all fronts, but, a, but a good yeah. year. What is, what, what are you looking into for 2021? Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to 2021. You know, I'm in, I'm in a busy season right now at the mm -hmm. end of 2020 where I've got six events in eight weeks, which I don't want to do a whole lot of in 2021. Mm -hmm. Not at that level. Uh, certainly <laughs> some of these events are for faith to influence. Some are for other clients that we're supporting with their enrollments and their sales. Mm -hmm. And and they're going to be fun. One of the things though, that I'm working on right now, I mentioned it earlier, the ruthless elimination of hurry. I'm mm -hmm. trying to create a little more white space in my calendar. I'm trying to create a little bit more freedom. I'm trying to slow down a little bit, which is funny to say, you know, my whole career as a salesperson, I've always wanted to fill my calendar mm -hmm. and I've always needed more prospecting and more appointments and more calls and uh, a deeper uh, list in my CRM of people to reach out to and pipeline. And for the first time in my life, I've got more calls than I want. I've, I've got a full calendar without <laughs> trying. And it's a funny position to be in for me because I've always wanted more calls. And now I might be in a position where I need to start reaching out to some of the calls I've lined up and and saying, I I love you and I'm I'm I would love to support you. And there's gotta be there's gonna be a different way to do it because I can't necessarily support everyone one-on-one. -on -one. Mm -hmm. I've recognized this year as our business has actually really grown quite a bit during COVID that mm -hmm. there's a limit to how many one-on-one -on -one coaching calls I can hold. It's not right. super scalable. There's a limit to how many events I want to hold uh, where I'm really 
trying to prioritize my family more than ever before. Mm-hmm. My sister's battling cancer right now. And that's oh one of the reasons gosh, we moved home to Wisconsin. And yeah. And so I, I really want to pour in with her and my nieces mm-hmm. who are 12 and 13 who live down the street and just walk into our house after school half the mm-hmm. time and uh, love playing with our two-year-old Grace. And, and I, you know, I've got my wife and, and my two kids here and I just want to mm-hmm. be present to them in yeah. 2021. Mm-hmm. I want to be present to my time with God. I want to have fun and enjoy my life while also like really giving back. I want to be a good neighbor in 2021. There's so many things that I want to do and I want to, you know, continue to to grow in who I am as a man and who I am as a business leader and the values I stand for in the marketplace. And so, you know, part of that is finding scalable ways to grow our business, responsible ways to grow our business aren't too fast for myself and my family. Uh, bringing on the right team members, mm-hmm. uh, who I think we've got a couple of really wonderful team members in place right now, who are going to help us grow in the right ways. And I'm I'm actually oddly enough looking forward to finding the right things to say no to, so I can say yes to more of the things that I really want to be doing, yes. the conversations I really want to be having, um, the ways I really want to be giving back. And so I'm, I feel like I'm in a, a season right now where I know I've got a little bit of business left this year, mm-hmm. and I'm ready to honor my commitments and follow through on that. And I'm also ready to get some structures in place that are going to allow me to serve more people in a little bit less time and do it in a way that, you know, honors all parties, honors God, honors my family, honors myself, honors uh, the people in my community, my extended family, my friends, the people I want to spend that time with and uh, the causes and charities I want to give to along with really honoring every client I choose to commit to and work with. And what that looks like, part of it I know right now, and part of it I'm still working on. Amazing, amazing. But I, I, I love the intentionality, and you said the word that, that being intentional and knowing uh, as much what you want as what as knowing what you don't want. And I, mm-hmm. I see the the posts and the pictures with with your little ones, and I just know that you're just enjoying as much as, or more so. Mm-hmm. But but you can tell even in the face of like your, your little girl that she's just like, yeah. you know, I'm here with daddy and it's the middle of the day and we're at the park. So I think it's a, yeah. I think it's a beautiful thing. And, and having those priorities uh, sort of in line as, as God would have mm-hmm. us do is, is just a beautiful thing. So Justin, can you share just your, and again, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to type these out when, when the episode airs, but can you share ways to get in contact with you again, just your, your yes. email, maybe the website. Yes. I, first of all, I'm I'm certainly not uh, too big to just be connected with somebody on social media. Mm-hmm. So you can find Justin Janowski, myself on social media, or find Faith to Influence. It's the number two Faith to Influence on social media. You can email me at justin at faithtoinfluence.com. And you can also check out our website. Naturally, this won't surprise anyone. It's faithtoinfluence.com. <laughs> you could ask for a call uh, on the site. And then the final thing I mentioned before is that group coaching program. So for Christian entrepreneurs, if you just want to get on a live call once a week and really engage in some powerful content, some important shares and some prayer with like-minded individuals in the marketplace, join us at f2itribe.com slash group. I love it. I love it. Thank you, Justin. Justin, any any final words of advice that you want to give to those who are looking at the tail end of this year? Um, mm. So many of us made really good use of this year and so many others still may feel like this was, was a, a crapshoot mm. and, and it was a waste. 
Yeah. Well, I'd remind everyone who's listening that God is always fathering us through everything. You know, in the moments that we're having a lot of success and we're, we feel like we're winning at work or at home, uh, in our communities, we're giving back, we're generating a lot of income, we're making a lot of sales. Are we down on our knees enough just praising God, recognizing that this is his provision? This is his fathering of us in that time and, and giving him as much of the credit as possible because that's where the provision is coming from. More importantly, though, oftentimes is to recognize the ways in which God is fathering us when we're going through hardship. You know, God has put a, a, a warrior heart in us uh, and, and he strengthens the heart of, of each of us and strengthens our character through hardship. You know, that's when that comes about. And so as you're going through whatever you're experiencing this year, it might be a tremendous amount of success. It might be a tremendous amount of pain. In which case, you know, I feel that I felt a lot of pain this year, along with a lot of joy, a lot of sadness this year, a lot of along with a lot of hope and encouragement. And regardless of what we're feeling, God is there. He's with us. He's strengthening some part of us. He's challenging some part of us. He's teaching us a lesson. He's calling us to lean on him a little bit more. And I think that there can be so many gifts in this year, so many gifts in the fathering from God, as long as we're willing to be courageous enough to find them and to shift our perspective. So I would call for people to be encouraged and to remember that this life isn't nearly as important as sometimes we act like it is. <laughs> and it also does matter. And so we want to simultaneously live maybe a little bit more loosely, have a little bit more fun, take ourselves a little more lightly uh, while also being clear on what we want and taking a little bit of action to move towards it each day and be patient as you begin your journey or continue your journey from wherever you're at. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for that, Justin and, and continued prayers for your sister and, and, and for a season of, of recovery. And, and I know it's, I, I love that you're, that you're there and that you're all mm-hmm. just um, loving on and supporting each other through this, through this, this, this time. Uh, knowing, as you just said, that 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 God is always fathering us, and and He will see yes. us all through this. So so blessings to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being here and for joining us. And folks, you heard it here. Um, please, please look him up. I promise you will not be disappointed. Justin is just uh, amazing, and his entire family is is enrolled in in this vision that he has because it's all for for God's glory and for the kingdom and for, mm. for, for bringing everyone um, to, to where we want to be. Cause that's all, that's all we can do. That's all we're here. So thank you. Thank you again, Justin. Okay, folks, you heard it here. Go out there and do good and be great and go play outside. We'll see you soon. Bye.